This week's episode of the Lo-Fi Top 5 is brought to you by Manscaped. It's bathing suit season, y'all. Sun's out, gun's out. That means you got to be on your self-care game. Enter Manscaped. Listen, the folks at Manscaped were cool enough to send us the Performance Package 4.0. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for that body shave. It's got the Weed Whacker for your ear and nose. It's got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, some toner, a pair of boxers, a travel bag. Listen, whether you need to take care of some manscaping yourself or got someone in your life who does, this is your answer. These trimmers are waterproof. They're going to make you smooth, clean, more aerodynamic for that inevitable belly flop you still do to make your friends laugh. I'm using these products myself and genuinely, I actually love them. Like way less nicks and missed spots. So much easier than messing around with razors, especially in those special bits. Uh, Manscaped is a lo-fi favorite, guys. Get 20% off at Manscaped and free shipping with promo code LOFI at Manscaped.com. That's LOFI at Manscaped.com. Now, on to the episode. Happy Father's Day, Jeremy. It's a week late, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely a week off. But um, that's sort of kind of the vibe of Father's Day in a way, if you think about it. Dude, I saw a, a skit recently. I wish I could remember the comic's name. Maybe I'll post it in the comments or something. But it was it, basically he says that Father's Day is like one of the least preferable and like celebrated holidays in the country. And he goes on to say that it's ranked 18th below like Arbor Day. He's like, I don't even know what Arbor Day is, but that's how little we care about Father's Day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the one about the trees. I think it's a tree one, but I can tell you that we did not have a Father's Day episode on Father's Day because we were doing Father's Day things. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I And, and by the way, I had a pretty good Father's Day. Went uh, went for a little hike with the fam. Hit up Treehouse Brewery. Please oh. sponsor our podcast, Treehouse. Please sponsor and, uh, our podcast, Treehouse. <laughs> it, you know, I'll, I'll just pay for it. It fuels, it fuels the energy. It's good. And then uh, headed off to Philly to hang with a couple of other dad friends for a couple of days. How was your Father's Day? I was great. We were, um, I'm trying to think, like it was just a very, very busy weekend, but we were like beach, pool, outside, US Open, all the things. It was a great time. Great, great time. Nice. Love it. Well, we should probably talk about the fathers. Uh, I got nothing. Fathers and movies. What are we doing here, JT? <laughs> so, so we're doing the dad episode, right? So we figured we should do a dad episode. Um, we've done a family episode in the past. And the idea here is kind of like, all right, picking the dad. The, the lens I took was picking like a dad you would want. Like picking someone It's like, oh, yeah, that's the dad I want. I want that dude to be my dad. And so going through all of the movies in all of history and trying to find the five dads that you would actually select as like having as supare. How how was that for you, Jeremy? Terrible. I have <laughs> no idea what I was doing wrong. I was looking at my list of movies. I I went all the way down to things I had rated, I think, a six on IMDb. Wow. Before and I and I'm at nine. So yeah, I got I, you know, I got a list and it's, I'm okay with it, but I kept looking at it. I texted JT the other, last night. I was like, I don't think there's a lot of great dads in movies. And I think there aren't, interestingly. Well, to which I responded, cool, I have 22. So. Right. <laughs> so either I didn't find the right ones or 
have very different standards of what I want the movie dad to be like. Well, I think that, that, that that's going to come into play here for sure, right? Because a lot of the time, for some of them, I think it was redeeming quality stuff. And maybe it wasn't. Because the thing is, is like I'm not talking about the perfect dad, but I'm trying to find like, you know, like a really good dad. Like a dad that you'd be like, yeah, it's my dad. And, you know, quirky maybe, maybe not not ideal, with one exception, which brings us to the Shawshank, which I'm going to assume with nine, you probably don't have one. But I, I, the Shawshank, for those of you who don't know, is the like category definer. Like just the absolute best. Do you have a Shawshank? I, I don't. And I, I, I think maybe I would have had one, one in my top five. I think I could probably be a little arm twisty into a Shawshank, but no. How about you? I think I do. you do. I do. Am I going to hear this and be like, oh my God, how did I not think of that? I don't know. It's funny. This is like the one person, because my top five to be, clear like i had a lot of fun with this like there's some goofy stuff in here this one i was like this is jeremy's gotta have this like i just feel like this is like just like he's sort of like the ultimate just dude let alone dad but he's just like one of the best people i think in film ever and then he also happened to be a father so Mm. not one of my now 10 because i remembered what i forgot to write down not one of my now 10 meets that list all right what is it so here's my my five words Murder a mimicking avian. Murder. Oh, Atticus Finch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Don't need to talk about he it. Was, Atticus Finch, right. best dude on the planet. He was a dad. Yeah. Hard stop. We're yeah. good. And he was on. I, I did do some Googling just to see, like, is there something obvious I missed that I would be embarrassed not to say? And I saw that. And then I was like, I'm so embarrassed to not have noticed that that I can't put it on my list. Fair. Yeah, he's the first yeah. one that came to mind for me, which is like, all right, because what I started with was just best people, like best male figures in movies. And then I was like, all right, which of those are dads? And he was the very first one. I'm like, well, Atticus Finch is arguably like the best, the, the greatest character, best character, like best like internal character on film potentially of all time. And he's a dad mm-hmm. and he's like a cute dad, like a super cute, like with his family dad. So I was like, yeah, this dude crushes it. So to kill a mockingbird. All right. For the win. So you are first for the week. Ooh, fun. Okay. Um, let's see. What do I, how do I want to start this? I have six in my top five right now because I'm not sure which one I want. I, actually, kind of seven. But I'm going to start with this one because it's the goofiest. No, no. I'm going to start with this one. John Quincy Offsprings. Well, my only statement right now is I, saw, I, I felt I got you on the mom for this movie. So you get me on the dad. Yeah. Adams family. Gomez Adams. Yeah. That's a good one. So aside from the fact that we've talked about that family just being dope and like how insanely talented Rolo Julia was as an actor and like just the life and like, this is like an amazing performance too. Like, I just want to take a beat to be like, Rolo Julia is a monster. Like this was such a good performance as an actor. Like, huge range of emotions, big highs and low lows and all this crazy stuff. But also like, dude, he's like one of the suavest characters to ever be introduced to children, like just a different level of cool. And uh, he's great. And his name's Gomez too. Like he's just sick. Everything about Gomez Adams is sick. I love Gomez Adams. (laughs) There's something about the, I don't know if it's the self-assuredness that, that both he and the whole family in a way, but like they know who they are, they yeah. know what they do, they know how they want to be, and that's all they do. And they're really, really good at it. And and again, pour another one out for Royal Julia, because definitely gone too soon. 
But this character was so good. Yeah, and so the thing that stood out to me, because I'll have this about each, like I have one little thing about each person that made them into my top five, because I really do have a long list of kind of like funny and silly stuff. But like the, the thing for me in this one, right, was like the thing I pulled the most was his absolute undying love for the mother. Whereas like, I feel like in film, it's usually like the opposite. We, there's a lot like, I, as it turned out in doing this, I was like, bad dad episode, super easy. Like real, super real easy. duper easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like Gomez like is absolutely like still infatuated with his wife and like just passionate and loving in front of his kids and in front of everybody, which is like not a thing specifically like that was still like early 90s. So we were still kind of in that late 80s mentality of like, you know, not being super connected to our feelings and being more Al Bundy than Gomez Adams. And Gomez Adams was Gomez Adams. And so that's sick. And I love that about him. Totally, totally agreed. I, um, yeah, I'm clearly having not a great week when I didn't have that one on my list either. <laughs> Happens. Especially because now I'm, I'm very deliberately picking my next one. <laughs> uh Father with particular set Taken. skills. Taken. Yeah. yeah, so this is in my fast five, which is also more than five. But this is, yeah, Brian Mills. This is great. Great pick. Brian. So, look, if you haven't seen Taken, the old, I mean, you, you can't really get into no spoilers zone with this kind of a movie. But basically, dude's daughter get kidnapped. Dude kicks a whole bunch of ass to get her back. All the ass. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you think about, you know, I, I think about the way you phrased it to me the other day. It's like, what kind of dad would you want? I want a dad who would save me from uh, hostage, uh, drug life of, you know, no. human trafficking, whatever. Yep. Yeah, I want, I want that dad. And if he has to kill some folks along the way, and those folks are bad guys who do human trafficking, then uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, other thing to be said about Brian Mills is like one of the most patient dads of all time because people keep getting taken and he still goes. <laughs> right. He's not like, you know, I'm going to call 911 on your behalf. I'll let the I'll let him handle it for you. He goes. He's he goes. he's thrice taken. Yeah. He just like, you know, one could argue he should be a little more careful or the people in his life should, but he's great. He's great. He's a great pick. Right. And let's just agree that if there was more taking to be done, we would what Brian's going to be there for the taking. And there it is, everybody. The first dad joke of the episode. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Next one. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because I did just talk about this actually. Uh, and it's like a very serious movie, but the more and more I'm looking at my list, the more and more I'm like, no, he needs to be here. So gorgeous young man. First, is this just the dad from that Uncle Brian movie? Oh, Uncle Frank. No, he's terrible. Uncle Frank. But no, oh, okay. he's on the list of like, ugh, like bad, super bad. I had the blind guess in here is that JT might just go to one of those movies he talks about a lot that I still haven't seen. So, okay. So it's not that. What's the attractive? What was it? Gorgeous young man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boy, beautiful boy. Yeah. You oh, you did mention either. this movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, uh, tell me about Daddy, beautiful boy. Guy. Well, so this is David Chef. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's actually a true story about watching your son spiral into addiction, and like it is a first of all, it's a gorgeous film. Like it's a gorgeous film, and Timothy Chalamet, like for all the hate he gets in, 
don't really like he gets weird. He's like one of those like polarizing individuals where people like love him. And then there's all these other people who hate him, I think, because of all the people who love him. Like they're just the wrong people. But like he can act like he's so good in this. And Stephen Colbert in a serious role. This is a like you want to talk about like stick to it hard, put you through the ringer, wound up with like loving you anyway, dad. Like this is like this is it. Like this is the epitome of it. This is sort of like absolutely the guy that you want on your side, standing behind you. Tough love sometimes, but never gives up, does all kinds of things to make sure you're safe, even when he knows you're not. You know what I mean? Like it's a really good. It's a really, really, really good dad. That's a good dad. I, I got to say, I'm increasingly chagrined at my list compared to yours right now. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Uh, this movie's though, unfortunately, going to stay on the probably not going to watch it because it sounds really depressing. Probably beautiful. And I didn't know Stephen Colbert sort of acted that oh, way. Oh, not Colbert. Sorry. Steve Carell. That's my bad. Carell. Steve Carell. Okay. That, that, that makes a lot more sense. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah, for sure. Although I could picture Colbert pulling off a role like that. He actually could have. He, not not the way Carell did it, but like that would have been very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe could have one of the uh one of the hobbits as the kid? Sure, why not? <laughs> have you have you watched those guys on the on the on the Colbert show a lot? I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. Okay. So, where should I go next? I'm just going to sort of continue on my my arc here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dad traverses ocean for son. Dad traverses ocean for son. Ocean. Somebody on a boat. Maybe. No. Submarine? No boats involved. No submarines involved. You have seventeen questions left. Cool. How is it possible that I have a list of 21, you have a list of 10, and I don't have this? And you're going to be really, really upset with yourself, too. Traverses ocean. Well, the, uh, Tom Hanks didn't have a kid. In, nope. I don't know, nope. man. What year is this? Nope. Can I get a year? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I'm guessing like 98. It had a sequel come out five, three or four years ago. A sequel? Mm-hmm. In which case, the sun traverses the ocean to find a friend. Oh my god, dude! This is going to be such a but. Wait. Oh, Marlin from Finding Nemo. Yes, traverses ocean. Okay, for some reason I wasn't getting there. Okay, I have this in contender pond. This is a great pick. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Now I was actually debating this one a little bit, and actually you'll see this with all five. We we talk about Brian as like like a good guy because he saved his kids. He also doesn't seem to actually have been. A great dad along the way. Right. Marlon's not a great dad. Not in the beginning he's of little, this movie. A little overprotective. You know, he sort of sets this chain of events in motion, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. But, but being a dad myself, knowing there are mistakes I make and, and goofs here and there, all I know is I like to think about it. Like, if I made that goof, if I was doing something wrong, if I was being overprotective and something serious happened... That you know, dad's dad's finding jellyfish and turtles and all. They were Australian turtles, weren't they? Or they Australian were, yeah. sharks? Yeah. Well, the the sharks were Australian. The turtles were, sounded like they might have been from the west coast here. Like they sounded like they were from California. Right. All <laughs> oh, right. The, the the turtles were surfers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyhow, you know, he goes across the ocean, man. That's a good dad. Good dad does that. 
so the reason he is in contender pong and not in the top five was exactly what you said for me. I was like, he's great, but he's great after making a series of mistakes that led to the problem that he sort of helped create. And then he goes way, way above and beyond to do all the things and become a better person, a better dad and a better, well, not person fish to become a better fish and and a better dad. So good for him. So what you're saying is he's got an arc. He has an arc. Okay. Okay. My next one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing it. My next one. Last day of week. Oh, John Witherspoon from Friday. Willie Jones. Yeah, this one I thought about. I I don't know why I didn't write it down because I actually, we talked about him. And that's, I think, the reason. Didn't we talk about him being a great dad or something? Maybe. We've done a lot of parenting. Maybe. He's never made an episode for it. Hmm. I'll I'll check the notes because I remember that the we talked we had a little little chat about like the whole, you know, you put up your fists. Well, that scene, yeah, I think we might we've talked about Friday before. Yeah. So that and that scene is an iconic scene. So what's funny is, and there's another movie that I'm gonna bring up because I I just can't imagine that you'll have it. But Jason Styles from Boys in the Hood is another. His name, his nickname is Furious in that movie. Like it's kind. Of, they the two of them both have a very similar sort of deal, right? Boys in the Hood a lot more serious. Friday a lot less serious. But they both have that same scene. They both have that exact same scene where they're like, you know, Witherspoon is the it's you know with your fists, and you know, uh, Boys in the Hood Furious is kind of like more of less about fists and more just about like don't live that lifestyle sort of deal. Like you know, no guns. Same same idea. But the other thing I liked about Willie Jones is like it like does a job he hates to provide for his family. Right. He hates dogs and he's a dog catcher and he's just trying to get through and he's working his tail off in a tough part of town. And he's got these two kids, both of whom seem to be doing it was, his daughter does very well. His son is kind of a mess up, but not terrible. But he's a good dude, man. Like he takes care of his wife and he has heart to hearts with his conversation, you know, with, with his son while he's you know on the toilet. I like it. I just, Willie Jones is a great dad. Like I'm totally in. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Got bit in the ass today. Um, it's such a good. So movie. good. So good. We almost watched it this week when I was hanging with the guys. It so was, good. It was a contender for that. We went with Lebowski. So very different, but also very good. Surprisingly, I would say that there's a chance that Friday holds up better than Lebowski does. Oh, that's. I don't even know how to have that conversation. Well, so give me two seconds. <laughs> that would be the, hold, hold up. That would be a great episode. Let's just do a okay. Friday versus Lebowski, and we'll figure out what the rules are later. I'm in. Done. I almost want to throw like a weird third twist to this, like, and big or whatever. You know, it's a movie that makes <laughs> no sense. Um, all right. Good pick, buddy. We did talk about it, by the way. The episode was The Families. That's okay. where we talked about both the Adamses and the Joneses. The Joneses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Joneses. fair. So I think I'll stay on a bit of this kind of narrative. I basically have one actually good one and four, like, borderline that do cool things. Okay, that counts. Dad is the greatest driller alive. Armageddon? Yeah. Fine. He's a terrible dad. Well, he's mixed. It's this thing. Like, he's, again, he's this overprotective in a different way. Literally shoots at his fiance's, at his daughter's fiance. Correct. 
with a gun uh-huh. on an oil rig. Yep. Where all I could, and I've rewatched this recently. I kept thinking about the Hunt for Red October quote: "The there are things here that don't react well to bullets." Yeah. yeah. All I know is if I own an oil rig, like I'm not shooting. I might, I might get all violent. I could see. Well, I don't know. I'm not a violent person, but like, if you're a violent person, I could see being violent. But I still don't think you're shooting. Never once. At your oil. Nope. Right. Okay. And then after that, though, he gets into pretty good dad mode. And then by the end of it, you know, not only saves the world, but sacrifices himself in the process just to give his daughter the love of her life. Pretty good. He comes around pretty hard, but he started so bad that he wasn't on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, again, I, I, I sort of had to decide that my list wouldn't actually be like a high quality, but just be a lot of fun <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> Harry Stamper just came to my head. Stamper. There you go. Okay, yeah. For, you also know that I just have a distaste for this movie for no no apparent reason, but I, I just really do. Uh, yeah, you know, sometimes because sometimes when you see a movie, you just don't want to miss a thing. Ugh. The worst. Oh no! It was the kissing. It was the smooching for you. You didn't like all the smoochy smooch when you were a little boy. I don't like the smooching. I absolutely hate that song. And this is also one of those ones that just suffered from everyone's like kids my age. Like, oh my god, it's so cool! And like, I, I was precocious. I was like, none of this makes sense. Like, none of this movie makes sense. I hate this whole thing. Everyone's like, it's like the best movie ever. I'm like, it sucks. And now that's just part of like now it's just part of my narrative as a human. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. Why you don't like it? But I'll tell you, for me, I Armageddon it. We're really, we're really on that line today, huh? Leaning in all the way in. We are, we are almost at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. It, you know what? It's for the fans, JT. It's just, it's just what they. It. I get a lot of tweets. More dad jokes, Jeremy. More Every once jokes. in a while, you got to have a fan service episode. We've seen it with Marvel. This might be it for the the lo fi top five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm kind of stuck between two. So I'll do this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Protectors of the Universe. Isn't that He-Man? Nope. <laughs> That's well, yes, but no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're going with Guardians, but who? Ego? I had this in my joke list. Who's Ego? In Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No. Yeah. Oh, I had that as my joke one. Like, I was going to give you Ego, and you'd be like, what? Because he's terrible. Well, Literally so, the worst. Well, Yondu, you mean? No, 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 not Yondu. Ego. Ego's the planet. In, oh, yeah. that's No, he's the worst. He's the worst. The Mine Ka- is... Was it Kurt Russell? Yeah. It was Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yours is Yondu. So, Yondu Yodanta, for sure. As Oh, as the adopted father... Of Peter Quill. Okay, this is your best pick of a while, buddy. This is that is a great, great workaround. I have uh, it, it absolutely works, and I love it. And it would never have come to me. And but then he also instantly falls into the he's actually terrible. Well, but here's the thing. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, as an adopted kid, right? Yeah. Big, big props to Yondu. Took this little white baby in. I mean, he's blue. I mean, that's real hard to explain to your friends. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. So sees no color, raises Peter, raises him. Now their conflict, and when he becomes a bad dad, because Yandu taught him everything he knows. Now maybe he's not the the most righteous person, but he taught him what he knows. Their conflict (laughs) comes in later in life when as adults, they are now competitive. So Mm. I would argue that like, 
Peter's kind of just as much at odds there. Whereas Yandu, as a as a dad, did everything he could, raised him, taught him everything he needed to know. Unfortunately, they both kind of took a similar path, maybe not the best path. But I would argue that he he killed the dad thing up until they were competitive, and then his son kind of betrayed him. If you really think about it, mm. Yandu story. I hear you. Like, first of all, I'm all in on a Yandu story. Please give me a Yandu backstory. He's one of the best characters in that in that franchise for sure. Yeah, uh, but, but like also, in the thirty minute that. in the thirty minute episode on the show, like I don't need I don't need a movie. I mean, if Marvel was capable of making movies that weren't three hours long, I think like a buck ten would even that'd be too much. But you could do like ninety if you could do ninety on the Yandu story that leads us up to the Peter Quill part and then it takes over. I'd probably think that's fun. I'll I'll give you six episodes as a TV series on I'm Disney in. Plus. I'm okay. in. Considering like. That's about as much character development as there was in Moon Knight, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> and that, that's and that's a stretch. <laughs> you know what I would have liked more of in Moon Knight? What? Moon Knight. More Moon Knight. Yeah, I agreed. Like, I mean, it was cool with his 45 seconds of screen time, but yeah, either that or the cutscenes of all the action sequences that we didn't get to see while he was spousing out. That's right. That also would have been fun. Okay. Well, continuing on theme, then shall we? The biggest, littlest dad we know. The biggest, littlest dad. Oh, my God. Is this Willow? No. He wasn't a dad. No, but he he saved the baby. I'm just going. Oh, he was a dad, actually. He had the two little kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, so I was I was going on big and little really quick. So that was that was just me jumping in, which I don't have Willow anywhere on my list. And I was kind of like, that's a pretty good pick. Uh no, I don't know. So the biggest, littlest dad we know. Biggest, littlest. Um, I don't know. I could, what about a guy like the tiniest? Oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. No, but that would have been really good. I don't have Rick Moranis on here either, and that's a total miss. Oh, my goodness. We has got to be missed. Miss. Yeah. Oh, Should we talk um, about that for two seconds? I'm glad we thought of it before the rebuttal episode. <laughs> So does that make it that we're exempt? They can't they I can't think we, claim no, it? we found out in real time you guys can't come for us. Okay. I don't I don't know what this is. Ant-Man. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Okay, cool. Didn't think of that at all. Yeah. When I was really thinking about it, I think he actually mm. you know, he's always doing everything. What's her name? Cassie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's always doing stuff for Cassie. My only gripe is he really does like the the arc that starts off Ant Man two, which is so you were left you fled protective care to go fight this battle in Germany right after you got out of jail, right when you were supposed to be staying with your daughter. So you know, I got that little little hinky. It's not doesn't doesn't hold up perfectly well, but other than that, dude, dude's fairly responsible for saving half the universe. Yeah, you know. But more importantly, literally saves his daughter from the uh, yellow jacket guy. Uh, yeah, what's that guy's name? I think it's yellow jacket. Is it not? No, no. In real life, that actor. I always forget that actor's name and I like him. Oh, he was in Billions. See, Jesse too. something? I think so. Jesse? He always – I always – oh, Corey Stahl. Corey yeah. Stahl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. Thank you. I confuse him a lot with the guy who played the uh, the Punisher. Um uh, Bernthal, John uh, Bernthal. John John Berenthal. Yeah, yeah. 
So, again, in my mediocre with a great arc. It's great. Anyway, thank you. Love it. All right. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to do this. No, I don't know. See, I'm stuck between two. I'm really stuck between two, potentially three. But I will do this for my generation. United States filled pastry. United? Uh, is this um, uh, Shit's Creek? Eugene Levy in American Pie? Yeah, so the, the there's there's two other ones that I feel like are probably a little bit better, and I'll get to them in Contender Pong, but I'm keeping this in my top five because it's just it's so squarely in my generation. And his name's Noah Levinston. And realistically, I think that dude's a like what what a boss, right? Like he's got a kid, kind of a weird kid, trying to figure it out. He's always so nice to him, catches him in the worst possible situation, totally judgment-free, wants to help him out. Like maybe more than he should, but like just a good dude. They have a beautiful house. They live in a nice neighborhood. It seems like everything's situated. He's always around. He's there for him. You know, I think it's strong, strong case for like totally better than middling, like middle-class dad. Like that's a real good dad. You did a good job. Did a good job. Gotta agree. There you go. Yeah. Did you think did did we think for a moment is there any chance that the what's his name um, not American you, you said American Pie uh, American Beauty was Ooh. he a good dad or was he a terrible dad? Well, he wanted to sleep with her friend, so I think that's out. That's out. Well, we also were catching him. I mean, the whole movie is his midlife crisis, right? So. Sure. I, I would still argue probably pretty bad dad because he gets okay. way too close. I mean, if I remember too, she kind of hated him, which is why she was so into the guy next door who was filming her. Yeah, but she's also a teenager. And so that's fair. Okay. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, yeah. Teenagers hate their parents a lot. The only reason, by the way, I thought about American Pie. This one I actually had remembered. I honestly couldn't remember. I haven't seen it in so long. I couldn't remember if he was good or terrible. <laughs> he's weird. He's like a weird dad, but he's like a weird dad in the best way that's trying to be there for his kid. So I think you give him the full, like, especially now as dads, like, dude, I look back on so many things that like my, my parents have done. My mom did when I was a little kid. And then like even friends of mine, parents where at the time I was like, eh, and now I'm like, oh man, I get it. I so get it. My bad guys. Universal apology to all the parents I was terrible to. <laughs> there you go. All righty. Last one. And I'm reordering as I go because I just decided with the rest of the theme, this one belongs here a little higher. Dad, notorious theft of riches. Dad with a notorious theft of riches. Notorious for theft of riches. Sorry. Oh, dad. Notorious for theft of riches. Hmm. Godfather? No, I have that in my pong because it's complicated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was Hook. Oh. Oh, I like this. This is a good pick, Jared. I don't have this. Oh, sugar. That's fun. It's sort of the same as the rest that I've done. You start the movie and he's like taking cell phone calls when he should be hanging out with his family and do the, this and the, that. And then for the entire rest of the movie, 
he's you know trying to re-become re re-become is that the word or become for the first time I mean, I would certainly try re-become in a Scrabble game because where you try to add re before everything. Before everything, yeah. But yeah. Anyhow, he tries to get back to being Peter Pan, save his kid, save the Lost Boys. You know, he definitely, the, the moment with Rufio where it's like, Rufio. you would have been my, what would he said? I would have loved you as my dad. What was the phrase? I think that was. You would have been a great dad. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got to say, like, for a, a movie that is fairly flippant about everything, that one scene has a has a strong punch. You know the other one in that movie, which is kind of weird, but always always sticks to me. Specifically because I have like you know kids who smush my face all the time. When the little when that one adorable little boy is just like moving his face around a ton, and he goes, "Oh, there you are, Peter. I see you in there." For some like now as an adult, like it really hits, man. That little that one little moment, I'm like, oh, that's like a really deep deep cut into like, Oh, the, like the, like, yeah, your fun, your innocence, your childhood, like, Oh, it's all in there. But like, Oh, it's super emotional. It's weird. <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing for that scene, I, as, as soon as you started talking, I was pretty sure where you were going. The music, I think is what does that. Huge. There's it makes a huge something. Thing. Yeah. There's something about like how Williams's score hits this very like soft introspective version of the same theme. And by the way, the Rufio quote is, I wish I, I, the last thing he says, I wish I had a dad like you. I wish I had a dad like you. That's right. Yeah. Such good actors, man. That Those kids, that's a movie that I think gets underrated for how good those actors were. All those children, all of them were very good. It's the kind, again, I think we've talked about this before. First of all, I would watch a 10 episode Rufio series on Disney Plus anytime. Yeah. Right. Rufio and the Lost Boys. You could go with that forever. Yeah. You get three seasons out of that easy. Animated if you want to. Sure, whatever. Get the Gravity Falls guy to put to Alex Hirsch, get them to do this. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. The actual right. the actual Rufio guy has a thing on TikTok where he opens residual checks in front of people. So you see how much he makes. <laughs> you know, my buddy who's an actor, like every day he'll tell me he's like, hey, I got a check for 32 cents. That's exactly was, most of the time oh, yeah. he's like, 38 bucks. <laughs> like <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. I think we're into your pong, right? Yeah, this the first one is this is the one that I thought really would be on your list, uh, and I'm surprised it's not. Insomnia in the Southwest. I thought you were going to say insom- so. It's not sleep sleepless in Phoenix. Is that the movie? Well, maybe Southwest is wrong. I mean, I guess it would be the South- Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, is that the Pacific? Seattle, Northwest? Washington. Oh, I guess so. I don't. It borders on. Canada. But I was thinking. Oh no, that's true. Yeah, no, I just got north and south and west and east confused for a second there. My bad. Listen, man, I'm very comfortable. If you want to just cut this whole part? Absolutely not. Absolutely that. not. No, no, no. I stand. <laughs> I stand. I stand behind not caring about. I meant north. Yeah, the Pacific Northwest. But yeah, so sleepless in Seattle. Haven't seen this since it pretty much came out. Oh, okay. Who's the dad in the movie? Is he the dad? Yeah, his son's got that whole arc. I've only seen this movie, like I haven't seen this movie in forever. But I just remember like his son, like on the, he's on the boat and he's like on the phone with them. And at one point he's there at the, like the last date, spoiler alert, I guess. They're both like on the dock. Yeah, I, I all I really remember at this movie is like lots of phone calls and stuff. 
Oh, see, for some reason, I felt like this is a movie that you cared more about just from an aging standpoint, because I felt like this was a big deal movie, but maybe it was just a big deal in my house. No, no, it was a big deal movie. I I didn't like this, nor You've Got Mail. After after When Harry Met Sally, those two, the, that movie I liked so much yeah, that everything top. else that was, yeah, they were they all felt like a, a pale Derivatives. Uh, comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're technically not, like, <laughs> Simpsons in Seattle is really love affair, but... I just never, I just never got into it. That's the one where the Empire State Building has a heart light up in the yeah, middle of it. Yeah, I'm pretty or sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's probably a good pick. I honestly, though, this is how long since I've seen it. I don't remember there being a kid in the movie. All I remember is phone calls. What's funny is the one of the only things I remember about that movie is a kid being in the movie. Because I remember, like, I remember being a kid watching it with my mom, right. like having the kid like mouth stuff to him while he's on a phone call. Like that's the thing that stands out to me. Right, whereas I was far closer to having a kid than being a kid by this right. point. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so now is my Pong list. So I'll, I'll get this one out of the way because it's the it's – the, well, no, I have two that are actually really good. Maybe three. I don't know. Um, amazing – sorry, Leader Amazing. Leader Amazing? Uh, President Awesome. <laughs> uh, you have not seen this movie. Last I checked, was Captain Fantastic. I've not seen this. Oh, this is Viggo Mortensen, right? Yeah, yeah. I've talked about it a bunch, so I don't. I'm not going to go in further. But if you ever had the, I wish someone like really opened my eyes to how the world works and be the most whole self, but also be kind of a little emotionally crippled. This is this is the dad for you. Love it. Great. Right in my yeah. wheelhouse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, he does keep like seven kids alive after his wife passes away and they're living in the woods and like... It's a lot. You know, he pulls it off. It's a lot. Right. I can barely get my kids cereal in the morning. (laughs) All right. Uh, Lady Disbelieves Blaze. Lady Woman. Woman. Woman? Disbelieves Blaze. No. Doesn't... Lies? No. Fire, uh, fire movie, something on fire, something, no fire, putting out the fire. There isn't really a fire. Fake fire. Fake fires everywhere. Little fires everywhere. That's a thing. But that is a thing, right? I Maybe? I don't know. I actually don't know. I think that's like an HBO series. Okay. Do I know this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this one more time. Say it one more time. Lady... Oh, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. And there he is. <laughs> ah, I have this in my pong as well. Yeah, so Daniel Hilliard. So this one was tough because lots of bad dad stuff too, but overwhelmingly good dad. So he's like in that 60-40 split of like the 40% of stuff he does that's bad is super bad. Probably more so bad as a other parent to co-parent, whereas his kids probably just love him. But like later on in life, you realize you don't take anything seriously and you're like, you don't really have ambition. And you're like, oh, that's because my dad doesn't do any of that stuff either. So not great. But like the lengths at which he went to be around his children, like you want to talk about like a core memory. That's it. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Those kids will definitely go their lives like my dad was willing to do just about anything to be with me. Yep. But they'll also include in that, including a lot of lying. Like an aggressive amount of lying. Also, I think at one point tried to kill their mom's boyfriend. Pierce no, Bonson. that was just a run by fruiting. 
Oh, it was a run by fruiting. That's right. Okay. Uh, you touched on Corleone already. You want to talk about that for a moment? No. Great. You know, I saw him as good because he tried to keep his one, he tried to keep one of his kids out of the family business. Yep. And from every other mafia thing we've seen, that's really hard. Yeah. Uh, but then he's also bad because he actually failed at it, and his his you know a veteran college age, college educated kid sort of becomes the big crime boss. Right. Also, the a key component for that one is a, a murderer. He's a murderer. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, are you going to hold that against a dad? I guess not. Maybe not. We'll okay. see. All right. My what next one is contempt. Looking in mirror. Contempt. Looking in something reflection. No. Something self. Close to self. Oh wait, is this Despicable Me? It is. It's grew from Despicable Me. Oh, oh, that's a very fun little pick, buddy. So this is kind of this was in that same Yondu territory, right? Which is like bad guy, but and the only reason that he doesn't get it, I could have probably done Despicable Me too, where he's like leaning all the way into just being a good dad, and he is like a really good dad. But the first one, like him becoming a dad for nefarious purposes, but then like turning into a really sweet dad, and then he does the whole like little kitty drinking milk look at the end, and he makes his own version. It's very sweet. He's a good dad. He turns into a good guy. I like it. Nice. Next one, and again, this isn't my real movie genre. I mean, a genre, yes, but I don't, I didn't love this, but I think the dad gets credit. So, most magical dad around. Most magical dad around. Uh, is this like a fantasy thing? Hmm. All right. Most magical dad. Trying to think through. It's not Sorcerer's Apprentice, although that would have been funny. That was Max Cage. That was that was some serious Max Cage. That was I was I, I was half expecting this one to be on your list, by the way. Interesting. I don't know. Arthur Weasley. Oh yeah, see, Harry Potter is a big thing for Kayla, my wife, but like I like them, but I'm not like into it. Same. Yeah. They're I good. Think they're, I think they're, I think they're good as long as we start and finish with recognition of how much better Lord of the Rings are. But once you've done that, then I'm very comfortable accepting Harry Potter is a very very fun, cute story. Yeah, basically, I think Harry Potter breeds Lord of the Ring fans because if you start in Harry Potter land, then you are prepared for the because Lord of the Rings is not a light new series, whereas like Harry Potter, it gets pretty dark, but like it's not like scary whereas like the orcs in lord of the rings are like well, that would terrify my five-year-old yeah i wouldn't probably wouldn't show it to her just no, I'm, I'm not going to i'm not going to. but you can watch the first two harry potters i think with the kids with kids under six and it's like probably it's mostly fine yeah the spiders in the second one i think are are very jump that's scary that's on the line yeah. that's fair all right next one easy alaskan city i talk about this movie too much but i had to throw it in here do know yeah, so uh, Mac McGruff, this is uh, or Mac McGuff rather, J.K. Simmons, dude like gets delivered brutal news about his teenage daughter, and while the mother has a hard time with it, he's pretty great. He's pretty great all the way throughout, making jokes, is, being supportive, doing what he needs to do. It's good, and she's a good kid. Juno's a good kid. This I was gonna say this is on those lists all the time. Like, oh I yeah, I should see Juno. 
Yeah, this one just felt kind of like too easy for me because I've talked about this movie a fair amount, but like he is great. The, the, the thing that I think is lost with this one for him is like how good of a person Juno is. Mm. Like she's a really good person. Like she's doing the okay. right thing. She's like a solid kid. Like, yeah, she's a teenage girl, but like stuff happens, man. But she's like a really, really solid human, which makes, makes me think he's probably been a good dad for a long time. Nice. By the way, speaking of Juno, have you, I know it just came out yesterday, but Sam and I watched the first two episodes of Umbrella Academy season three. I have, I have not yet, but I'm very excited for it. It's first of all, it's the best written the show's ever been by That's a long good shot. Good news. Yeah. Cause it, I, I was like, this is, this is possibly the end of the show for me. I'm, I, I could be, I like what you're trying to do with it, but I don't like how you're doing it. Uh, the way they handle Elliot. the way. Yeah. The Vanya to, I don't know if you know this, but it's, pretty well leaked oh yeah they, well i mean they talked about that they had to because he right. wasn't willing to do it any other way right the way they handle it is beautiful i'm just gonna say that it's That's really good. really nicely done it's 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 not too much and it's not too little it's just, just right as as a quick side note just because i happened to see this he he was on good morning america or something recently that i caught a clip of i think probably on tiktok and it was just really cool because previously he was always kind of a tough interview, like just very introverted, clearly didn't want to be doing press a lot. Like it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Totally different vibe now. Like it's a totally different vibe. Wow. Like I'll go was, find that. I want to watch it. It was really cool to watch. I was like, oh, dude, yeah. Like this is sick. Like it was just really fun to see somebody like super comfortable. What I've, yeah, because I also loved a lot of the work that he did with Vice which was very much about being introverted and nervous and not comfortable. <laughs> so to see them on like that huge stage being really into it was cool. It was really cool. Nice. All right. My last one, Silent Location. Oh, I never saw this. Quiet Place. Yeah, this is Lee Abbott from A Quiet Place. No spoilers, but um, just yes. Is this Justin, uh, John Krasinski's character? This is John Krasinski's character. Cool. Uh, I keep I keep meaning to actually watch it. I don't think I think it's not on streaming anywhere right now. And you oh, know, three ninety nine is hard to hard to deal with. I know we got we need more people to buy more Manscaped. That'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and the last so the last thing I had in here was a joke about uh, ego from Guardians of the Galaxy two. So I have who, five more. I have a fast five that I won't give you names for. So Birdcage because Armand. Basically, even though his son's a piece of garbage, does everything to make his son's life better. Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc. because it made me laugh. Papa Elf from Elf because I love Elf. And he raised this kid, this monster, literally monster, and then sent him off into the world. Uh, Dill Pendergast from Easy A. I think I also brought that up on the family episode. That's a really fun little movie. I, I've seen this movie and it, it it was also easily Googled like it's on all the lists. And okay. I just couldn't remember it well enough. And I was like... I guess so. Well, mostly because like I want Stanley Tucci to be my dad. Hard <laughs> Like just like in real life, I want Stanley Tucci to be my dad. Um, and then the last one was Love, Simon, which I talked about relatively recently, like literally on the Pride episode. I talked about Love, Simon. So right. I wasn't going to talk about it again. And Josh Duhamel, who's the father in that, has sort of a reckoning sort of moment, moments where it had to come to being a good dad or the right dad at least. Uh, but he's another one. He's an actor that I really wish there was just more of. Like twins? Sure. Yeah. I would love a twin movie with Josh Jamel. Who? Uh, 
I always confuse him with Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. I know. Everybody does. Josh was in the Transformers movies or not in the Transformers movies? Yes, he was. Timothy Oliphant was the one. Timothy Oliphant did uh, the... He was the bad guy in the Justin Long... Yeah, uh, Die Hard movie. Die, die Hard movie, yeah. And he was in, he's on that show that Wanted. I never remember the name of. What? Wanted on FX? No, where he's a he's like um he's a marshal. He's a US marshal. It's, it's not uh, wanted. It, it is on uh it is on FX rec- though. I can see the not, cover. Is it rectified? Justified. Justified. It's a good show, by the way. I'm in season two. Doesn't really have a lot. Like I don't feel like I have to watch it in a row. I just watch it anytime, but it's a good show. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, I was gonna talk about Ego as possibly the actual worst dad because he literally bred children around the entire universe. We need to do a worst dad. A worst dad would be way, way easier. Yeah. But to all the good dads out there, we hope uh, we hope these fictional dads help make your real dadship a little better. Yeah. You know, I mean, the good news is that I think when you look at the timeline, more good dads are being portrayed in movies more recently than not. And so that's good. Maybe we're all getting better. But most importantly, even though it's a week late, let's be honest, nobody cares about Father's Day as much as they care about the other holidays. But we do. And we're grateful. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Thanks for joining. Hello, Father. have you been? You know, I just closed my eyes. My whole world disappeared. Hey, father of mine. Take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden girl. Back before you went away.